In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time, on Roll Warriors, the associates face a difficult challenge in the hunt for the Hellfire deck. First, the building housing Dark Matter's lair seems to have been demolished in the 50 years since his disappearance. After digging the basement out, the gang is met with an electronic dampening field, which renders the more cyber-enhanced members of the group useless to carry on. Saul and Kander almost suffer aneurysms from the effort it takes to shut off the device. In the end, Soifengji grasps the Hellfire deck in her own hands. That is, before Sahara spoils the party. You guys went to get the, the Hellfire deck, um, encountered a, like a weird dampening field, um, shut it down, took the Hellfire deck, and as soon as you grabbed it, um, you turned around to, to learn that... Uh, um, so if G's mother, will be I will call Titanium, um, has has tracked you, followed you, and has a a, a retinue. Sorry, of a litany is what I was trying to say, but I said okay. Uh, six uh, that look like they look like cyber assassins. Um, they've got like assault rifles trained on you, and then on their backs they all look like they have uh, blades of some sort. And it's you four against those seven. Although it doesn't look like titanium seems to be armed. Okay. That's so. four. I mean, like, Candor's not armed either. Or not well armed. She always has, like, um, assault uh, repellent. Some sort of a, a taser or something like that on her. She's also standing next to, like, the the big server apparatus that 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 dampening field was coming from. So, there you go. 
That is fair. Did we did we want her to turn it back on and potentially kill like a bunch of people, but also maybe Soifanji? At this point, Soifanji has nothing to lose. <laughs> and um Soifanji is one Soifanji is thinking of the most logical situation and the logical situation is like take out the enemy commander and the soldiers will fall back so um i'm thinking and like i guess should i say this to soifanji or just like say it is this like we're like brainstorming or are we just are we doing well if you start yeah, I'm kind of like allowing you guys to to brainstorm and, and plan before we get started because once we do, I mean, yeah, that's it. Titanium, titanium will have stuff to say. Yeah, too. okay, good because ooh, I got some shit to say to her. Um, yeah, okay. So I'm thinking, Soifanji like really feels like she she doesn't have shit to lose right now, and like take out the enemy commander first uh, by like kind of seeing. I think first we should observe and see how they're positioned. Um, to see if there's any direct attack that we can get towards Ragio. Um, cause I'm thinking we could do sort of like a, like, sort of like a bluff attack. So, where, um, Sarfungi has like, I guess like her kukris, and I was thinking that like, Sarfungi could just throw one right at her mother's face as hard as she can, and while her mother thinks that she's protected by her little her little cyber ninjas then we flip the switch and make them all drop at the at the last second so then that kukri flies right to her forehead and then we just turn it back on so like so she doesn't die too and you know that's just like one of those uh you know how okay so you know how on claymore like claire just be like fuck it, i fuck. hope this isn't a tangent no this isn't a tangent i swear you know how, like, on Claymore, how Claire be fucking herself up to, like, get, to, to beat her enemies? Like, she be, how she be letting them stab her and shit? This is, like, one of those. Yeah. This is, like, one of those situations where, like, Sarfungi is just gonna take a critical self-blow to, like, to, like, ensure a single precise strike. And that's, that's what I'm thinking. I was gonna say, this definitely... could be a good uh, opportunity, opportunity for us to play a clue um, ending where... We went through what Sufungi thinks should happen, and then Abel thinks should happen, and then Saul thinks should happen next. That's what I'm feeling, because I think like we're all reacting, like each individual is reacting differently right now. Like, yes, Sufungi is definitely going to do something drastic and maybe self-deprecating, whereas I think you and I, Abel, we're just going to fucking try to bail or something or, or get out or I don't know. I was going to try to outsmart my way out of this. I don't know what Saul is doing at the moment. I don't... He he doesn't really have a, a horse in this race other than, you know, keep his friends safe, so... I think that's what he would be prioritizing. But, I mean, are we are we rolling for initiative? Is that what's happening here? Yeah. Oh, let me go ahead, let me go ahead and do that. Yar. Initiative. Yeah. Are you a fucking pirate today, Will? Yar. That's what happens when you do enough finance on the high seas. Your your head just hurts all day, and all the projects meld the one fucking Yarr. portfolio of pirate-titude. What'd you get, Demi? Um, I got a 10 and a 4. Oh, and now... Alright, so 10, 4, 9, 23. Oh. 
12. You said Abel, you said 12? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the chat too. And Saul? I got a 20, or sorry, I got a 17. All right, so we got first is uh, Soifeng G, then um, Titanium, then Saul, then Kander, Abel, and the Cyber Assassins. Oh, Cyber Assassins, that's fun. Okay, is it bad that, like, no, never mind. I just think of, I just think of, like, Cyber Harveys from Yu-Gi-Oh! when you say Cyber Assassins. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Alright, it's your turn, Soifeng G. What are you gonna do? Okay, so, Soifeng G is going to step forward and look at her mother and just ask her why. Why do all of this? What is it? What is it that you're trying to gain? The Shuriyuki Yuki family deserves to be the best. And I I also have a lot of stakes in Sahara and I want to see them succeed because them succeeding is me succeeding. Look, you've done a great thing here. You found the Hellfire deck. It's eluded us for many years. Do your mother proud and join me. We We will... We will take over the city. Our family will have honor and distinction. I'll even forgive you for killing, uh, what's her face? Your sister. Sofunji's hands ball, and she looks down in anger. Tears fall down her her eyes, and she looks up and says, Her name was not what's-her-name. It was my Kaze. She was my sister, and she was your daughter. Like, what are we to you? How can you be so selfish that all you care about is family honor and stakes and company that you would turn your children into this? Look, I am a machine. I am, a sh- I am a machine to prove myself to you, and it's, and still you just don't care about us. And it's ironic, because as I look at my metallic exterior, and my cold heart, and my logical processing, I realize that I'm more like you than I could have ever known or wanted to be. And you're right, the best is in the Shiryuki family, and I did acquire the Hellfire deck, and I'm going to use it to send you straight to hell. And then Sarifoshi pulls out her microwaver and readies it, and kind of just, like, wait, uh, ends her turn there. Kind of just want to wait and see what happens next. Okay. Uh, she she will go next, uh, and and she says... Oh, please, Sue, you're being dramatic. I don't understand uh, where you got this behavior from. I tried to raise you and uh, your sister correctly. But if you're going to be stubborn, then I will have to punish you. And she is going to um, order her order her men uh, forward and and they're all kind of pointing their guns at different different one of your friends and she says this is your last chance you'll get no more from me Sarfunji looks at Abel and Saul and Kander with longing 
longing, very sorry eyes. They look very sorry. And then they just... I'm sorry, Saul. She turns and fires her microwave at Saul. Wait, what? So, okay. Saul was not paying attention, and he was just like, uh, what the fuck is going on? He's trying to pull his gun out and just casually kind of, like, back up. Alright, well, that's an attack roll, so go ahead and, uh, go ahead and make it. Okay, I rolled a six and eight. Okay, eight plus six is fourteen. Um, okay. This counts as a very heavy pistol. Um, you're gonna miss. Okay, good. Like, I didn't want to hit him in the first place. Wait, okay, sorry, I'm not supposed to- wait, okay. I didn't want to hit him in the first place. Um, so, as the shot misses, Soifonji coldly stares and says, Huh, thanks. You've all served your purpose very well. And slowly stops and walks towards her mother, looks at, the, looks at her, and says, Okay, mother. I'll join you on one condition, and that condition is you let these fools leave alive. They no longer serve any purpose, and we've both gotten what we wanted, so we can just go. Could the um could the could you miss the microwaver by like let's say a, a hair's breadth or some shit? So you know, it's the classic like you leave like a fucking bullet wound on the side of Saul's face. Well, I mean, this thing streaks past your face mm-hmm. uh, with like a like a fiery hot beam. Gotcha. Um, and it bore it bores a hole in the wall behind you that is now smoking, uh, and you kind of yeah. There's a little bit of like um, ash on your cheek. What? Um, and and uh, titanium says, <sighs> I can. I can let them go for now. It's up to the chairman to decide their ultimate fates. They do carry uh, proprietary equipment within them. Well, this is the time for you to show how much weight you really carry in the company, because their fate also decides your fate, mother. And if anything happens to them, something will happen to you. She goes, ha 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 wonderful. All right. Come along, daughter. As you wish, mother. And these uh, these cyber assassins are gonna like you like at the same time kind of pull their guns back um, to like a shoulder resting position, um, and then they're all gonna back out of the room. And you see uh, Soifangji and and her mother uh, leave together. The three of you are left. It's Abel, Saul, and Kander. And Kander's like, what the fuck just happened? Kander was the... Was Tsufanji able to get all of the Hellfire deck in that amount of time? It was just a... It was just an interface. It... It's gone. 
I knew I shouldn't have trusted that rotten bitch. I told Smoke that she wasn't worthy. I believed her. And I feel... so betrayed. I mean, Kander, Kander, I don't think... I don't think... that we just got betrayed. I think we just got saved. There's no way we were walking out of that alive if that became a shootout. Think what you want. She's dead to me. And she'll, she will be dead when I pry Hellfire from her cold hands. Can you track it? Can I track it? Yeah, of course. We still have the... Uh, I still have the, the interface's uh, IP address saved. So wherever it goes, I know where. Well, that's good then. We just got an in into the place we were trying to infiltrate in the first place. Hellfire's going to be safe with Sufanji, at least until, you know, you pry it from her cold, dead hands. And Saul still has most of his hair. Uh, well, it's going to be a lot harder to get in to Sahara unscathed without a netrunner. And I'm not really worth much in that department. I can kind of do it, but we needed the hellfire for that. Is there, is there any way you, any, any form of communication you, you, you've had previously with soy, like over the net that you could do like anything. Maybe she could still be our net runner just from the inside. But and Saul's like, He's, he's shook. <laughs> he's touching his face right now and just like kind of checking out his fingertips and like the ash that comes off. And you see like underneath the ash on his fucking cheek, there's actually just like, it looks like a rug burn. And it's a little bit bloody. I'm going to look around the room and just look back at, at Kander and say, hey, this whole system that basically is a standing EMP can you replicate it or move it? I could try. Can you try in the next like five minutes? <laughs> I mean, I, I'd have to look at it, see how it's all connected. But if I if I guess is correct, uh, this device here, and she points to something that kind of resembles like a, a router um, or like a signal booster. She's just like, this is the device. Uh, the rest of this stuff is just, it looks like, this was his, like, you know, Dark Matter's layer, uh, where he would, like, process all this information that he stole from the corporations and sell it. Um, all these servers are probably contain a lot of information, but most of it's out of date since it's been 50 years. This, however, this device, this is useful. I, I, could, try, I could try. Yeah, I'm just going to look at, at um, Candor and say, look. Put away whatever you think is going on with Sufungi, and let's focus on getting back out of the situation. You've got five to ten minutes to figure out how to weaponize the shit out of this thing, while Saul and I try to figure out how we get Sufungi back. Because if she's the only way that we're going to be able to break into Sahara, we've got to intercept them before they get into any sort of safe zone. Or okay, or at least like any she place starts. that we can't talk to her. I. I... I don't know. I wonder if... If that that machine, and I'll point at the fucking router, if that thing is strong enough 
to put out a blocker across however long it just did to shut down something as powerful as Sufungi, then there's got to be a way to weaponize it and direct it. Put your head oh. in candor and figure out how to turn that thing into a fucking EMP gun. We, Okay, that, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. Jerry rigged the crap out of that shit, and then I'm going to hop online and see if I can... Um, oh, man. What can I even do? Um, could you, like, potentially use your uh, media skills to, like, track their movements throughout the city? If there are, if they're, like, seen throughout the city at all? I'm going to call the Nadis real quick. Get me on the phone with Popper. Get me on the phone with Popper. Popper? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can uh, do that. Yeah, yeah, you can you can get on the phone with Popper. So, um you guys leave the the building. Um and go to a a private car that's that's waiting um, at the side of the road, and uh, your mother opens the door for you and ushers you inside. Surfingy sits. Well, now I'm happy to see that you're finally seeing reason. We can put this whole ugliness behind us and uh, and move forward, which is good because I, you know. You killing your sister means that I had no one uh, to to put out with her skill set. So it's good that you've returned home. I can't say that I have just yet. You have a lot to make up for, and you have a lot to explain. What if I did die back there? What would you have done? Died where? Back in the Hellfire Lair. Where we just left. I mean, aren't you keeping up with recent events, Mother? Well, if you had died, it would be uh, a tragic loss. Someone of your skill set, of course. But uh, the as long as the Hellfire deck was safe, we would be able to salvage what's left and uh, keep our keep our family on the path to greatness. Mm-hmm. Well, I have news for you, Mother. And the time that it took for you to decide to spare me, I integrated the Hellfire deck into my internal systems. So, I am the Hellfire deck. And if you want it, and you want me, then you will have to do exactly what I say. Or I'll walk away. Um, can... Yeah, can you make a... Ooh, this is gonna be a lie... Wait, is that performance skills? Is that acting? Uh, no, I'm thinking it's, uh, persuasion. Okay, um, my base persuasion is seven, so I rolled a nine, seven plus nine is sixteen. Sixteen, uh, she, she kind of looks at you skeptically, uh, for a second and says, Well, I don't currently have any Netrunner's more capable so if this is the case then we will accept the terms of course i must inform the chairman of all of this immediately 
which is why we are headed back to Sahara HQ. Wow. Uh, and then you see a, like, because you're, you're sitting with your, like, this is this car has, has seating facing each other in the back, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a limousine. And you're looking out the, the driver's window, uh, and you see, like, a huge uh, tank <laughs> roll up and, like, crush cars on its way through the city um and uh she your your mother turns and says what the blazes is going on driver driver find us an alternate route this is unacceptable <laughs> so for the Jesus starts laughing are you sure you really have everything in control mother of course i do i just hate this side of town hmm. these fucking ruffians ruling this section section of town like they own the place oh i mean none of this will be here when sahara takes over militech has spent far too long being the being the top dogs and mismanaging this city and it's gone to shit well why are you why are you still relying on sahara when we're the ones that can be in control like i said you have the hellfire deck and the hellfire deck can hack infiltrate and control any technology that lies within Sahara. I say... Oh, oh! I feel like it's important for me um, just to give you the uh, document with what, what the uh, actual Hellfire stats are mm-hmm. mechanically, so that you have that. Uh, so let me copy that and paste it to Ooh, you. Oh, yeah, let me, let me read that uh, while we're going. Yeah, that'll, that'll make, make it a little easier to... Uh, oh, wow, so I get... It's pretty preem. So I get five... I get five actions every turn, and I get to always go yep. first. Oh, yep. And I get two additional program slots. Oh my god. Yep. This is kind of turning me on. All anti-personnel, anti-program <laughs> programs. Oh my gosh! And now I get to infect everyone. Oh, stop! I don't know if I can read this right now. Glitch is anti-resing. Ooh. Oh. oh okay. Okay, so is the is the glitches and like is that brain damage to me or is that the enemy? That's 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 the enemy. That's you. Like your thing is an a- all of your programs now have the infect tag. Yeah, this is uh, so. Yeah, if you attack another net runner, it causes brain damage. If you attack another program, uh, it glitches. Uh, and and that's one d six every turn. Uh, that's hot. Okay. Oh my gosh, I get to create zombies? <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking awesome. No! No, for real? So now I can leave any virus I want in the system and it automatically succeeds? Yep. Oh my god. Now it only gets two desired effects, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an automatic fail- success. Oh my so. god, this is OP. And it's really hard to detect and stop. Right, and they have to roll a 30. Well, this is the finale. What do you expect? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. Okay. Okay, yeah. Mommy dearest don't want to fuck All with right. me. So now now you have the, the kind of the information in case, you know. Yeah. So that you know what you're capable of doing. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the traffic continues to be an issue. Um, it's taking it's taking uh, titanium a lot longer to get you back to Sahara HQ, and she's getting really visibly mad about it. The finale is officially here. 
It might take six or seven episodes to cover the exciting conclusion of this cyberpunk story, but rest assured, it will be well worth your time. Because of this momentous occasion, I will keep the ads brief. You know I could use your support on Patreon and social media. So if you have the funds, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. $5 a month is all it takes to get you that sweet bonus content. Liking the episodes on Podbean, following us on Twitter, and spreading the word about our cool show to your friends and family are all quick and easy ways to help us out. All right, like I said, brief. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, I mean, as soon as Saul hands me over the phone and gets pop, I'm going to call Popper up. And yeah, Popper's like, uh, uh, James, what's, what's the word? Nope, not James. It's Abel. James is working on something real quick. I got a uh, solid to ask of you. Actually, it's going to be a bonus for you. Okay, hold on. We have a situation. There's a vehicle. It's chock full of trackable tech, most likely. So if you just, you know, look on your, uh scanners and see the biggest flashing light that's probably the one we're talking about it's en route to sahara and you fuckers need to stop it asap like switch lights block traffic mobilize whatever forces you got i don't know if you have any assholes on motorbikes that can like jump over shit to block this vehicle but you need to stop that car from reaching the safe zone this thing is yeah very important and you probably get a bonus out of it too because i'm thinking the head of sahara is in that car like we're in the process of putting together a silver bullet, but I need you to fucking slow it down because um, we need some time. Okay. Um, yes, I, I can. Uh, we, we are gearing up for an assault of our own, um, but I can divert some forces uh, to to create some chaos down in the South Wharf. I. Okay. Yes, I see what you're talking about now. Uh huh. Yeah. Head us right. in here. Let me make some calls. Also, very important asset. In that vehicle, if they get to Sahara, I don't think there's a chance in hell that you're going to beat them. Well, that's very, uh, that's very informative. We will, I will do what I can. Like I said, we're preparing for an assault of our own, kind of in a different location, but I can divert some forces to assist. Yeah, like 60-40 split, ASAP, and then I'll hang up the phone. And then, uh, yep. turn to Saul and Canner and just be like, extra pair of hands, that's it. Yep. Um, all right, Saul. What's that Jerry rig result? Um, yeah, the the dice the dice say good. Do g- good things because I got a ten on the first roll and a five on the second. So Jerry rig. That's gonna be a twenty five. Okay. So with a twenty five, you're examining this device with candor. You guys both come to the conclusion that um, it is like on its own, probably the the device that creates the dampening field um the only problem seems to be that uh there is a significant pull from like all these servers and things for powering this device um so if you are to if you were to weaponize it somehow you would need a a power source probably also a mobile one um you know because other otherwise you'd be stuck with it wherever it is okay uh uh Good, good news, good news, Abel. We got, we got this thing. I think, I think we can make it work. We just need a lot of power. We need something that can, like, I don't know, something that can move that has a lot of power. Um. Uh. Uh. Oh fuck! What about the octo tread? Yeah, I mean, could that fucking work? 
Kander's like, you guys have an Octotread? Yeah, yeah, back at the Donati's place. When were you going to tell me? I mean, you weren't going to be coming and using it. Yeah, I mean, you just found out. I don't know why you're playing it. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Okay, yeah, the 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 shields on the Octotread could could power this thing. It, it would be like a it would be like a, a burst. Uh, I'm I'm putting it together. Okay. And she starts like pulling out the wires and uh and sh- making sure that, you know, everything that needs to come with is coming with. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Good job. Um Phoebe Phoebe's kind of like floating next to you uh, as you guys are heading out uh, and she's just like I I'm sorry about your friend uh, that that must have been hard um yeah I I, I I still don't really have a good answer for it um it's all kind of like rubs his face a little bit where like the burn mark is but um I, I think she was trying to do it to keep us safe like Abel said at least that's what I hope and I, I really hope it's that and not like Soifungi's mom just pressed a fucking button and all of a sudden the chip kicked in. Uh and Phoebe says, Well, that shouldn't be how the chip works. That's why they needed cerebrum, right? <sighs> wait. Do you wait, do you remember about cerebrum? This is the first time you you've like said it in full. Huh. You're right. I guess some memories are coming back. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 well, yeah. Tell me. Okay. What what was the whole point of Cerebrum? We weren't able to find any good information on it other than, like, putting these chips in people's fucking heads and reincarnation and stuff. Well, that's, that's Phoenix that you're talking about. Uh, we developed that together. Cerebrum was the... Uh, was the perfect soldier maker they were advertising it as to the r&d department which was us uh to be a um a way to create the perfect soldier one that doesn't question orders or um you know bring their own baggage into the conflict uh so they would be kind of scrubbed clean of any any um conflicts of interest and uh, given a directive that they that they wanted to follow. Oh no! Uh, Saul was kind of like lagging behind as Phoebe was telling him this stuff, and he's gonna like fucking burst out sprinting, try to catch up to Abel. Uh, Abel, Abel, we got a fucking situation. Um, so well, yeah, yeah. I mean, this whole fucking thing is no, no, no. More than that. So Phoebe just um. She started to remember some shit, and mm-hmm. the underlying the underlying program and code for our chips was to make the perfect fucking super soldier. Uh, mind blank. And they chose us stubborn assholes to start with that. Uh, we I look. I don't know about us, but um, if there's a capability that that can happen in the chips, uh, we might be fighting soy. We might be fighting each other. I. We gotta move quick. Phoebe Phoebe chimes in. Well, only if you're injected with more centripo. What? Well, my dad's injection it, it removed the, or I guess cured you of the the device. That was not the Phoenix chips and and Cerebrum are two different projects. But they they work off the same underlying code and technology, though. 
Well, sort of. The cerebrum is more of a is more of an injection based around the chemical centripo, which is what is the controlling agent. Now, I, I agree that the, the overall probably design from from Sahara's standpoint was to make soldiers who, you know, wouldn't die and also would follow orders. But Phoenix has other applications as well. You and I wanted to use it to, you know, heal the sick. Oh, yeah, but why did we trust Sahara to even do any of the things they said they were going to do? I'm going to overhear that and just be like, sound short-sighted, and just keep doing whatever I'm working on. I think it probably was. And Saul's going to try to catch up again. Yep. Uh, and you guys make it outside. Um, the uh, the car that you showed up in, uh, Maikaze's car, is uh, still sitting there for some reason. Let's oh, fucking kick it in high gear then. So, how does this fucking Octoshred thing work? Well, you got like a large ass battery that runs the thing. I mean, more recent ones have small fission reactors inside of them. But um, the, the model that I got was kind of older, so it has a large like battery pack. Um, basically, we can we can control it from the outside with some technology that's like on the inside of the thing. I just have to pull out the controllers, or we could do it physically, like you know actually not unmanned but manned so do i need to drive this separate or are we gonna be able to drive it i i can definitely drive it but what i'm thinking is like if we have somebody driving a car if i'm driving a car you could potentially even drive it off the um the remote control you know device oh Oh. shit i'm good at video games it'll work we just have to stay within the the correct distance if if you're too far out then the signal gets kind of clonky and it stops working all right well let's uh let's fucking go then all right uh can i use my tracking ability to uh see where they went um you could yeah you could check with you could check with the ip address uh for hellfire um you could also there's a couple ways you can go about it and the other way would be like look on look on the news yeah i mean i'm gonna pull the news up that that sounds like more in abel's wheelhouse yeah, so so you guys you check around for like related. Uh, actually, give me a roll for it. Um, yeah, either local expert or tracking, whichever one you think would be most applicable to the situation. Um, I guess use um, local expert. Dice rolling twenty. Twenty. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of browse through the news channels uh, until you find one that's relevant, um, and it's like a South Wharf specific news station and they are covering a like huge uh, like traffic jam caused by uh, multiple cars being crushed uh, in the, in the streets by a tank that has now since disappeared. Uh, And it's covering like a huge swath of like the city effectively, um, you know, kind of severing it in half and so uh, on one side, or on both sides, actually, you just have traffic, which is now piling up. Um, and you can kind of like, there's one flyby of the news copter that shows the car that they're sitting in. Uh, and you can actually see Titanium's got her, her like head out the window and she's like screaming expletives uh, at the people Karen. in front of her. Yeah. 
So I found him, and I'll start uh, giving directions to, to where we need to go. So I will nod and then just, like, throw it in fucking high gear and go. All right. That's going to be a drive land vehicle roll, Mr. Saul. Oh, boy. Let's see what this could be. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, vehicle is an 8 plus a 7 is 15. 15. Um, yeah, so... With the help of Abel's directions, you're kind of you're kind of able to kind of take the quickest route, but you can't drive that fast. Um, you're just there's there's like enough kind of going on in the city um, that you you're forced to to kind of stay ab- about the speed limit. Okay. It'll take you like probably by your estimation about ten minutes uh, to kind of get to where they are stuck now um what's going on abel are you like trying to power or control the octo tread or what's the what's the deal with that yeah i don't know really what i'm doing with that but i would be trying to control the octo tread in that direction okay so yeah you pull out this big like um kind of looks like a drone control like there's a uh kind of like a laptop um with a joystick and uh, kind of a pad that's to help you steer this thing. Um, and there's a big button on the uh, on the bottom that says, you know, power on. I'm going to hit that button. Okay, you hit the button. And uh, the Octotread controls spring on, and it's got like a, the next button it says is uh, like recall. I'm going to hit that button. Is there something that makes it total? No. Shut up. <laughs> what was that song? Pardon? What? Is this, you have I, something useful? I don't know. What, I don't have in my mind's eye an idea of what I'm drawing. Is an oh. octotread a real thing? It's like a, a thing about like a, um, a mech kind of thing that has two slash. I guess there's multiple like tread wheels on the bottom that allows it to like go upstairs and stuff like that and kind of like go over rubble. But if it were it's kind of like a mech robot. So like if you were to sit in it, you could control the cockpit and it would have like two arms that stick on the outside with like weapons and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But since you're controlling it via this remote, you know, there's nobody inside of it. And I guess it wouldn't like extend up to the full height. It would kind of be about the size of like maybe a large ish, a a smallish truck rather. So correct. Yeah, and there's a there's a, a glowing button that wants that asks you if you want to recall. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that button because I don't okay. know what else to do. So an autopilot initiates, uh, and this octotread um, is going to is going to power on, and you can see kind of like the the heads up display. It's leaving the uh, PCP garage, and it is just going to start driving its way to your location. If we move, will it continue following? Yes. All right. So yeah, basically, it's it's using the signal of the of the uh, you know controller as a as a homing beacon. So all the octopus is on the way. Let's go. All right. Um, tell me where a good spot to stop would be because we got to probably jump out and attach the um the the pulse to it. Uh, probably that town square that's right next to. It's like a block over from from where. It looks like Sufanji's traffic jam is. Okay. All right. ETA. 
What? How long is it till the thing gets there? Uh, till t- you guys are gonna are gonna get there in about ten minutes. The octo tread should be there about a minute later than that. Uh, and actually, when you pull up, um, the <laughs> your car gets to be like where the the back of the traffic is um and like people pull in behind you and there's people in front of you and then um out of the kind of uh rear view you see a a big mech with huge treads that are just it's just like crunching its way (laughs) across the tops of cars uh to your location um, and it'll pull up next to you and like smush the hood of this guy's car who's who's sitting next to you and he's kind of just like looking up in astonishment uh, and then like a big like chirp chirp noise <laughs> plays. So efficient. We love it. Yeah, Kander says, well, I hope nobody thinks that's ours. Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it. I mean, by getting out of here really quickly. Yeah, Saul jump out of the car as quick as possible and get uh, Candor to come along with him so that he can try to install this properly. Yeah, and like there's a the you, as soon as you hop out of the car and, and make your way over to the Octo Tread, the guy in this this car is gonna like get out and be like, "What the hell, man? Is this your fucking robot? It just crushed my car. Who's gonna pay for this? The city? Yeah, I don't think so. Up to your wallet, man." Um, actually it's owned by Sahara and they, I don't know, they said that I need to do some maintenance on it. I I work for Sahara, but you can, you can file a complaint with our HR department. And, and yeah, so what's the, give me a, um, give me a persuasion roll. Oh shit. That's going to be low as fuck. Oh yeah. That's low. Okay. Okay. Um, my persuasion is six overall and I rolled a two. So that's eight. He goes, can I see a badge or something? What are you, uh, like, city official or or some shit? I, 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 I'm just real mad about this, and I, I need you to... I, I need to see some identification. Maybe your insurance information, too. Uh, I mean... You can't just ca- drive up and park robots on people's cars. It's fucked up. Um, I'm just gonna start joysticking the robot closer to the guy. And he, like, looks at it and, and like, goes white, and he's like... Do you, do you want to continue this conversation, or do you just want to take this up with my HR department? He goes, I, I would I would very much like the contact information for your HR department. And he, like, kind of sticks his hand out towards you without looking. He's, like, staring at this robot. Yeah, Abel's just going to give him, um, I'm just going to look at him and be like, Yeah, so go to Sahara.com and go to the bottom. You'll see... Uh, join us or die and then just click on that and put in your contact information and then I'll back the robot back over his car and go around him okay (laughs) yeah the other other people that were about to get out and start screaming at you for their cars see this happen and kind of like stay where they are don't yell at the bitch with the robot (laughs) definitely do not
So you you and your mother are sitting in this car still. Uh, she's kind of like activated the car's um, like self-service bar and is having a, a drink. She's just like, can you believe this? This fucking traffic showing up out of nowhere. People have places to be, you know. Right, and heights to attain. Heights greater than any we thought were possible before. You know, with just the flick of a hand, we could blanket white snow all over Pallades and clean it, as you might say. Make it more beautiful than it's ever been. You know, rebuild it in our image. You know, we can really be on top if we just, you know, decide that we want it. What, what is it that you want, Mother? Well, for one thing, the keys to the Imperial Palace in, in Tokyo would be a start. Mm-hmm. And you know what else would be a great start to achieving those keys, Mother? What? Becoming the, not even CEO, but just... Grand operator of the greatest corporation in Pallades. We have the ability to do it. Like, why do you even report to this chairman when you can be the chairman? You you have everything you need sitting right in front of you to take it for yourself. This is everything that you've been working for. Like, will you remain a cog in a machine forever? Or will you finally... Do something yourself and prove how great the Shiryuki family is, Mother. Like, we have this opportunity and we need to take it now. There's... I admire the Moxie, I do. There's just... You'll understand when you're older, more seasoned in politics. There's ways about go, to go about things. We don't want to seem overly zealous or uh, aggressive because there are thousands of thousands of cogs just like us who with one with one slip of our of our gears this analogy is getting away from me but (laughs) there are rival families that would use our power grab against us there are uh, others at Sahara other members of the board who would see it as a, an outright aggressive move and would would mo- make counter moves against us. These things have to be careful. The chairman won't live forever, and if we bide our time, stay th- or stay true to the path, we will be rewarded. No worries about that. I trust your wisdom, mother. Since your cold, dead heart has gotten you this far, but now I need you to trust me. If we are to bide our time and operate in the shadows until the perfect time to make our grab becomes afoot, we need to start setting things in motion. And I have an idea that could solidify our grab for power when the time comes. What do you think? I'm listening. Okay, so... If I am not mistaken, you have intimate knowledge of all the security and technological intricacies of Sahara, am I correct? Of course. Okay. 
well, as you know, I am the best netrunner in the world now. And it would probably be no big feat to plant our influence into the systems of Sahara. Um, if anyone can make it possible to be done anonymously, it's you. Um, as your daughter, we may have had our differences, and we may have not spoken, but I will always be loyal to my family. And with your go-ahead, I suggest that I simply plant a virus inside the Sahara's um, systems that will allow us to gain immediate control when a time comes with little opposition. Um, that way, we'll be able to flaunt how quickly and relentlessly we crush our foes to attain the things that we want, and with no resistance, it will solidify our place as a invulnerable entity um, that will ensure that countermeasures against us will be fought twice about, that counter moves with alliances or whatever will fall short because everyone will fear us and all it takes is planting a little seed now and when the time comes it will be like grabbing fruit from a tree. Basically I just allow me to enter the system, plant our virus, um, and when you're ready call on me and we can we can make this move. We can be the greatest. And we can really be the best in the world. And I know that's all you wanted for our family. And I know that you've wanted the best for me. And I think I can forgive you if you trust me. All right, persuasion roll. Ah, no fucking way! Okay. Okay, so I just rolled a 19. And... Okay, what's 19 plus 7? 26? 26. That's my persuasion roll. Um, she, she says, after, like, taking a long sip from her drink, how about this? How about I get you into Sahara's server room alone, and you plant your seed. Now, I can't help you with the security measures that will be your job to undo and if you are caught this little plan needs to end you'll face consequences you'll be reprimanded i will keep you safe from any further discipline and we will continue to bide our time does that sound fair that does sound fair, but I also have another condition. Um, you have intricate knowledge of what to expect with Sahara's security defenses, do you not? To an extent. That's sort of Mr. Yellow's jurisdiction, but I know the workings more or less. Okay. I'll discreetly send me everything I can expect in my agent. Um, to make my dive go more smoothly, um, it's no big thing for you to cover your traces, I'm sure. And 
provided me that support from a distance, you know, and I think we both can achieve what we want. And I'll handle the rest of my own. She says, not on agents. And she pulls out a, a little napkin from the self-service bar uh, and and a pen and writes down the information and hands it to you. She says, that should find its way to an incinerator when you're done. Okay. Um, so G looks at the information, um, records it in her internal processors, and uses her shark skin in a flashy manner to rub the letter against it and set it on fire and watches it crumble to ashes right before her mother's eyes. Okay. Uh, So the information that you were able to, or that, that she is able to provide with you is this. You can expect to find at least four dwellers guarding um, the net around the clock. So those are four net runners who are on the lookout for other, or for hackers. Um, they also have at least one um, Sahara exclusive uh, a black ice program. She's not sure which, uh, but she knows that it's dangerous. And uh, does she know their rotation? Um, she's not sure. Okay. Does she know the... Um, are they guarding the entire... Or are they, like, e- these four dwellers are on different levels? Yeah, they're each on different levels. Um, and she also knows that, uh, that some levels are guarded with data walls as well. Okay. Cool. All right, so if she is about to build an army of dwellers... All these motherfuckers are becoming zombies. Okay, uh, I think I know what kind of deck to build. This is perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was the that was the whole point. Yeah, I, th- I think. <laughs> so as soon as this this uh, page burns up, you see a octotread, um, like crunch its way through an alleyway, like towards the street that you're on. 